0: Hey guys, welcome back. This is Scott, your host. To seriously, I am not angry. And today we're kind of uh, we're kind of continuing on to the discussion we were having last week as we were talking about how we we need to challenge ourselves to grow. We need to move on from basically the milk to the meat and the potatoes and, and as I was thinking about things and I was thinking about that subject I was thinking about change because me and and my wife we need to make some changes in our life and we need to uh just health reasons really and um we went to the doctor had some blood work done and so we have to make some changes but I was thinking about that on a, on a deeper. Aspect, and then it got me thinking about some other things, and I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, and then I had to go back and look at some other my podcasts, and I did a thing on change once before, but it was kind of a different change that I was talking about there, so we're fine there. But I was thinking, do we as people change over time, or can we as people change? And and I think the answer is. Of course we can change, but I don't think we change change. So what am I talking about? So I was thinking about this and I was thinking about an interaction I had with an old friend. So back when I was in college, I um, I worked with a junior high group. And there was uh, the, the leader at the time I worked with, he was... I don't know, 10, 15 years older than me. And we hit it off. We became good friends. And then uh, I graduated college. We stayed friends. I helped with the youth group for maybe, I don't know, just a, a few months later. And then I, I moved on in, in the same town that I, actually I'm back in the same town now. So anywho, I, I moved to another church. I worked at that church in the same town. So we stayed friends for a while. Then after I moved from that church to another church, I moved out of town and I was gone for 10 years or so and kind of lost touch with them and that happens. Uh, I got married in the meantime and about 10 years later, I moved back to. Lancaster the town that I was in and he still lived in Lancaster and we reconnected. I took over as pastor of the church that I had been at. Then we reconnected and hit it off again as we were friends, you know, we we reconnected, met a few times and then something happened. I don't remember exactly what it was. I think he was going through a divorce. I think that was what it was. And I, we had, I'd met his wife, had befriended his wife as well. But anyways, I don't remember exactly what it was, but he had said something to the effect, well, you have changed. And he, that was it. That was kind of like the last words he ever said to me. And so I was thinking about that this week. I was like, I changed. But in those 10 years, had I changed, had he changed, what had happened? And so I begin to think about it. I begin to think about my friendship with him. I begin to think about all my other friendships. And I begin to think about people in general. And I begin to think about life. And I begin to think about the discussion we were having last week. And I begin to think about this idea: Do we, as people, change, and can we change? I think the answer is is somewhat complicated. I think the answer is somewhat complicated. So the 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 answer this this is a very complex situation. So yes and no, we do change, but at the same time. We don't change. So back to this idea of did he change? Did I change? Well, the answer is yes and no. He hadn't changed on some levels and I had. So you see, what had happened is when I went back and I begin to think about our relationship was in all reality, when I had met him, the fact that we had become such good friends was kind of an odd and rare thing because I was coming out of college. I was a senior in college. So now I was a little older. Um, I started a little later in college. So I was, uh, if I recall, I was about 28. If I recall when I graduated college, So I was a couple years older than most college students, but I'm still fairly young. He was in his later late thirties. I think he had a family, uh, girl, two girls in uh, late high school, if I recall. But anyhow, so, but his maturity level was still that of someone who was in college. But anyways, that's why we became such good friends. So when I come back and I meet him 10 years later, my maturity level had matured. I was a different person Maturity wise, my sense of humor and a lot of the things I liked were still the same, but maturity wise, I had changed. So going back to this idea, this idea that we had talked about last week, that we need to move beyond soft foods. We need to move to from being the milk to actually eating solid foods. This is what we're talking about. We need to begin to eat solid foods. We need to mature as people. We need to mature as people. We don't want to stay at the same maturity level. So take my daughter. I love my daughter. She's three years old. I don't want her to stay at the same maturity level that she's at now. I want her to continue to grow and I'm watching her grow. And I'm watching her mature and I'm watching her learn new things every day. And trust me at this age, it is every day you're watching them learn new things and it is fun and it is fascinating. and It is awesome. We want to, as people continue to learn and we want to continue to mature. We want to, to grow as people. But some people and some individuals, for whatever reason, stop maturing. And this is what we need to be careful of. Because some, for some of us, we do it by accident, or we do it without realizing it. And we need to take a look at our life, and we need to say, where am I at? Am I maturing at where I'm at and can I change? And so, and and I think we can change and I want to look at two aspects of change. And I'm going to talk about the maturing aspect, and then I'm going to talk about a different aspect here in a minute, but the maturing aspect, am I maturing as a person? Am I growing in my area of expertise whatever that may be wherever you're working whatever you're doing for a living am I working at being better at what I'm doing? and I think that's an important thing whether you're a salesman uh you know nursing a doctor a uh, public speaker, whatever you're doing are you working at becoming better at it are you working at? Being the best you can be. That's a maturing thing. Being mature and encouraging people and learning to do better at your job. I think that shows a, a degree of maturity in what you do. And you can disagree with me if you want. I, That's fine. You can do that. But we need to learn to mature and grow as people. We, you know it's easy to just be satisfied and stay in one place. But what does that do for us? Do we grow if we just stay in one spot or do we just stagnate? Do we want to just stagnate and stay in that same spot and not grow and become miserable? I want to encourage you to try to grow and to try to learn and to push yourself wherever you're at. Now, can we, you know, we've all known those individuals that are just miserable and they're angry at the world. Can they change? Are they able to change? Or even the, the people that are happy You're like, can, can a person like that, can they change? And I'm going to say the answer to that is also yes. Personalities can change through a various amount of reasons. People can change for a various amount of reasons. And we have to, to understand that sometimes it's through tragedies. That people change. Sometimes it's through encounters. And I'm not talking about alien encounters, so take that off the table right now. But I'm talking about personal encounters with the Lord, and this is where I know some of you are going to be like, "Oh, I'm turning off." But please stay with me. Please stay with me. If you're not a believer, I want—I'm going to ask you to stay with me. Hang with me, but think about this. There are people who haven't believed in Christ, who come to know him, who are angry and bitter at the world, who have come to know Christ, who've come to know who God is and have come to know his love and come to know the joy of who God is. And they've come to realize what a great and awesome God he is. And they've turned their life over to him. And they've come to realize that being angry and bitter is not a way to live. And they turn that over to him and they they accept him. And they accept the joy and the peace that he has to offer. And they become an individual that's full of his, his peace and his joy. I'm not saying that they're always smiling and singing happy-go-lucky songs, but they're a changed individual. But there are also people that have, even though they, they may know God and they may know Christ, but they have experienced some tragic losses in their life. And it changes you. And even though you have that joy and you have that peace, it may make you a very somber person for a while. You you are very somber for a while after that. And that's okay. But going back to this idea that we want to mature and we want to grow in Christ. And this is important for those of us who know God, for those of us who go to church, for those of us who are followers of Christ, we want to continue to grow in Christ and mature And our relationship with Christ, we don't want that to grow stagnant. We want that to continue to grow and we want to mature and we want to watch it blossom into a beautiful and magnificent relationship. Think about it this way. Christ basically says that the church is his bride. And he wants us to be a part of his his life. So what, what do we need to do? If we're his bride, we need to be a part of a relationship with him. We need to be speaking to him. We need to be reading his word. We need to be in an active relationship with him. But how many of us are kind of in a stagnant relationship with him? We're not reading his word. We're not going... And, and praying to him. We're just, you know, we've got our Bibles, but maybe the only time we open it is on Sunday mornings when we go to church. And that's maybe if we're lucky, if we get to church once a week or once a month. We need to be working on growing that relationship with Christ. We need to be working on growing a relationship with the people we love. So we need to be evolving as people. We need to be working on changing and maturing into who one God wants us to be. And we need to look and say, who do I want to mature into? Do I want to stay and be the same person I was 20 years ago? Do you want to look back and say, so, yeah, I'm the same person I was in college. Is that what you really want to do? Do you want to look back, and and when you're 60 years old, and say, man, I I am exactly just as mature as I was when I was 16 years old. I mean, if that's what you want, you go for it. Go for that. Do you want to look at? at your marriage when you were first married to your wife and say you know what i love her just as much as i do the day that i married her i want to be honest i love my wife more today than i did the day that i married her our marriage has matured more as we grow That's a beautiful thing. Marriages need to grow and mature. Not be stagnant. But they need to grow. You need to be active. You need to be moving. You need to to help it grow. The, The problem is so many of us want to just you know, hope that you can pour some miracle grow on things and watch it grow. But we need to be active in it. We need to put work into it. Maturity doesn't just happen. You have to work at it. Just like in our relationship with Christ, our relationship with our wife, our relationship with our children, maturity doesn't happen overnight. You have to put the work in it. And, and things happen in our life that help move us towards maturity. And some of those things can be painful. And some of those things are joyful. But there are the things that are going to take us from drinking the milk to eating the solid foods. And so we have to, we have to begin to sit down and say, what do I need to do? What is the work? And we have to put the work in. But so many people are ignoring the work. They're ignoring what they have to do to mature because they don't want to mature. They don't want to grow up. They want to stay at a certain maturity level. They want to continue to live the life as a child. Why? Because it's easy. It's easy to be immature. It's easy to be a child. It's easy to not have to eat the food. It's easy to just drink the milk. I mean, the writer of Hebrews, when he told them, you guys should be teaching others, but we have to reteach you. I mean, he was criticizing them, but, but the people he was writing to, they knew, they understood. It was easy for them. They didn't have to go out and teach. They just laid back on their couches. Peter understood exactly what Christ meant when Christ said, one day you will be led by someone else. When you were a child, you did what you wanted to do. But one day you will be led by someone else. It is a great and it's enjoyable to be a child, but someday you've got to grow up. But so many of us don't want to grow up. But the thing is, being an adult and growing up, it's, it's not that bad. You get to eat steak and potatoes and chicken that's been marinated in some wonderful sauces. Yes, that does mean you have to do some things you may not want to do but the maturity and the responsibility that you have are wonderful things. I want to encourage you this week to sit down and say, what do I have to do that I'm not doing? What are the things that I have to pick up? What have I been slacking on? What things do I have to put down? What do I have to pick up? What do I have to do in order to stop being a child? and start maturing. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for giving me the five stars. If you've been giving me the five stars on, on Apple and all that, and continue to do that. It really helps a lot. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, continue to share on your social medias and all that. I love you guys. I will talk to you guys next week.